Welcome guys to Origin Gates weekly podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I am Stephen McKee and I just want to share some things today just for a short time, just for 15 minutes or so. <clears throat> and obviously I want to talk about something relevant. I've been feeling in my heart a message <clears throat> that God has been giving me to do with the whole shutdown, lockdown, coronavirus, all that shenanigans. Like we've all been locked down and we're all hearing all sorts of crazy stuff and reasons and conspiracy theories or whatever you want to call it. Some of it real, some of it not real. But do you know what? That All of that in a sense doesn't matter. What matters is what is God doing and what is God saying? Because if we focus on all the fear mongering and all the negative side, all you do is get anxious and scared and worried and it doesn't really help because we're all trying to get through this time and all we're doing is filling ourselves with fear. We're filling ourselves with seeds of fear. We're spreading stuff over Facebook that brings fear to everybody else. And even if it is true that they're trying to bring in the mark of the beast, which I don't believe it is, but if it was, greater is he that is in us and he that is in the world. We've got to be the ones, the mature sons, who can engage the heavens, function in the heavens and begin to overcome and rule victoriously despite what's going on on the earth. We're supposed to be the ones who who win. <laughs> Even if there's dark times, which there is and which there will be, it says darkness will cover the earth and behold gross darkness the peoples, but my glory will be seen upon you. So in these times of darkness and despair and viruses and plagues and all sorts of crazy stuff, this is a time where we should actually be experiencing greater glory. And that's what I want to talk about today, just a scripture that God has really highlighted to me. And it's really been burning powerfully in me. Because obviously everybody's asking, what is, what's happening? What is God doing? What is God saying? So I just want to read Psalm 24. And it says this, The earth is the Lord's, and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord and who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood and has not sworn deceitfully, he shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, even Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and lift them up, O ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? It's the Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Now you might ask, why this scripture? What has this got to do with anything? Well, <clears throat> what is it we're all hearing right now from, from in every nation to do with this coronavirus? How to avoid catching it? And it's this, wash your hands. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And it struck me a few weeks ago, what, what, what is that, what is God saying through this? And it struck me, he is actually saying the same thing. Wash your hands. 
Think about this psalm that I just read, Psalm 24, verse 3. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord, and who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and the pure heart. So what am I saying? In this time, we can either come under fear, we can either come under an anxiety, we can either research the mark of the beast and the antichrist system and how that we're all going to be controlled and we're all going to be <clears throat> persecuted. Listen, some of that might be true, a lot of it's not true, who knows? But I tell you what the Lord is saying, the Lord is saying, who can ascend the hill of the Lord or into the hill of the Lord, into his realm of government? Who can ascend into that place of governing from the heavens to the earth where we can actually change things in the earth? Can we stop everything that's coming? No. Because, it, <clears throat> as my friend Ian Clayton says, if it's written about plagues coming and earthquakes coming, no, we can't stop everything. But we are being raised up to bring, I believe, the, and usher in the greatest move of God this earth has ever seen. And we must ascend into the hill of the Lord, into the secret place. Who can stand in that place? Those who have clean hands. So what is it that the Lord is saying? He's saying we must have clean hands and a pure heart. All you're hearing is clean your hands, clean your hands. That's symbolic of being holy, being set aside, being sanctified. It's not a legalistic demand that we behave right even though we were not able to because that's why we needed the cross, that's why we need grace. Grace is not <clears throat> a covering for us to be able to just keep sinning and get away with it. Grace is an actual ability and a, a power to enable us to live holy. And in these days, God is speaking to us in these specific days where it's difficult, where it's hard, where we're all being shut in our houses. We can either see it as us being shut in our houses by the world, by this disease, or God has allowed this to happen so that we can get before him in the secret place. That we can go deeper, that he can take us deeper, that he is actually pulling us, he's, he's wooing us into the secret place. He's actually trying to get our attention. He has shut down church buildings, not the church. He has shut down church activity programs, strategies, all the efforts, the human efforts that probably weren't working anyway. He shut down industry, he shut down economies and politics, or at least the Lord has allowed these things to happen. Why? So that we can take stock, so that we can get before him, so that we can get into that place. There's a place in God that he is calling his people in these days. And it's not just to keep doing the works, keep doing, just keep the wheel going, keep the factories going, keep the church going. The church mostly has been powerless, but we need to get before him in the secret place. And it's for those with clean hands. And that's what I believe God is saying. And if we allow him to deal with the tears of our soul, like the things in us, it's not right. Whether it's anger issues, jealousies, angers, lust, um, whatever it is, lethargy, lukewarmness, Everything that's hindered us, if he can deal with these things in us, we can come out of this place of isolation on fire. We can come out of this place full of the Spirit. Like Jesus, it was the Spirit that drove him into the wilderness. It was not the devil. It was not punishment. It was not him just wandering away into depression or oppression for no reason. It was the Spirit of God that drove Jesus into the wilderness. 
And I believe right now the Spirit of God is driving us into the secret place where we have no option. No option but to think about the things that are important, whether it's family, whether it's loving people, whether it's loving our neighbour, helping each other. There's so much change in our societies and our nations and our countries right now. People are helping each other, they're looking out for each other. But we must go even deeper than that so that it's not just a, a, a surface level of love, but it must be where we go into the depths of God, we stand in the secret place where we begin to know him as he really is, where we are filled, where we are driven into this place by the Spirit of God so that we can be emptied of ourselves. You see, God wants us to be emptied. He's looking for vessels that are emptied. And sometimes when before this crisis, we could all be just on the treadmill of life. We can be on the treadmill of church where we're just doing things, we're turning up, we're going through the program, we're doing our bit. But it's, it's lifeless, it's empty. And I think across the planet we're discovering that the church is not, it's not a building. Like, it's good to meet in a building, we need, that's fine. But we've made the mistake of thinking it's a building, you go to church on a Sunday. No, we are the church, we can meet anywhere, we can meet in a cafe or through Zoom or through Sky or Skype. Like, we are the mystical body and he is desiring us to be holy and clean and sanctified and it's only then that we will experience the blessings of the Lord because he who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood and is not sworn deceitfully he shall receive a blessing from the Lord you see in this time there's the promise of the blessing of the Lord for those who have clean hearts who do not lift up their <coughs> um, soul to falsehood who do not swear deceitfully, who are in their motives are purified. You see, it's okay to live in a way where people see us and they see that we're good living people, whatever, but God sees the inward man and we need to allow him to deal with our inner man. The thrones of our soul, as Paul Keith Davis talks about, or the gateways of our soul, Ian Clayton talks about. We need the Lord to deal with us to change us so that we can be changed from glory to glory. In other words, one realm of his presence to another, one degree of glory to another degree going higher and higher into the realms and into the depths of Christ, of God himself, into Yahweh, so that we become like him as he is, so are we in the world. We are supposed to be in this time, be the ones who, get, who are changed. And that's the purpose, and that's where the blessings dwell. That's where we experience the blessings of Almighty God Himself. It's, it's not the lack of darkness and the lack of difficulties that lead to the blessing. It's in the mist. It's in the presence of our enemies. He prepares a table. In the presence of our enemies. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. It does not say the weapon won't be formed. Like, this is a weapon, this is form, this is dark times in a way. But the weapon that's formed cannot prosper. The blessing of the Lord is with you and me. When we allow our hands to be clean, what does that mean? The works of our hand is to do with what we produce. It's the fruit of our life, it's our works. It's the it's outward mark of who we are inside is clean. And our heart is clean. And it's then... We can stand in the presence of God. It's then we can stand before the world.
full of the spirit, full of holiness, full of the glory. Like no um, sin in us hinders the Christ in us. You see, Christ is in all of us, but it's almost like Christ can be imprisoned because of the sin in the gateways of the soul. It hinders the presence letting loose and flowing through us like rivers of living water into the cities and towns and villages across the nations. But in this time, God is dealing with us, he's sanctifying us, he's changing us, if we allow it, if we get before him in the secret place and allow him to change us. And this all comes from us having our hands cleaned. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Be ye clean, be ye holy. That is not just a demand. That is like a declaration that you can be holy. And it's then that we can then lift up our heads. It's then that we lift up the ancient doors that the King of Glory comes in. That means he comes into us, he comes into our soul. Then he, he dwells in us, not just visits, but his habitation. It's saying that we are filled and flooded with God himself. And it's then that the King of Glory comes into our homes, our families, our villages, our cities, our countries, our nations. It's then the King of Glory is seen. And then the true gospel is proclaimed in power because the true gospel is not just word. It's not just a message, although it is a message. It is a demonstration of God's kingdom. It's a demonstration of Christ. You see, sometimes we preach about Christ, but the early church preached Christ. There's a big difference. In other words, Christ manifested himself through them through their works, through their miracles, signs and wonders, through their words. They were the oracles of God speaking with such power that people were arrested. Arrested, like 3,000 people on the day of Pentecost were arrested. They were, it says they were cut to the heart. This was not mere <clears throat> um, worldly preaching. This was not just an educated type of sermon. This was the power of the Spirit through men and women who were yielded vessels, who had clean hands and a pure heart. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this today. This has just been a short podcast, and I, and I really hope you enjoyed it. So this is Stephen McKee. Take care.